Welcome back to the Podcast Wreckers. You can find us online at podcastwreckers.com. I am Adam Aragon. I'll be your host today. And also hosting with me are these fine people. Uh, Matlock, introduce yourself. I'm Matlock. Zumsteg. I'm Excellent. introduced now. And Kevin. My name is Kevin Jones, and I'm scared to be here. Yes, you should be. And Benny. I'm Benny Arndt. I just found out I'm a host. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome yeah, to the party. How, how far you've come in only a week. <laughs> we're all co-hosts with no guests today. No guests yeah. at all. Yep. You're, I must you're have all, been you're... really fucking good in that lousy recording. Yeah, mm. you're, you're all permanently in the crew now, so uh, sorry. We have to do nice. this every week. Thanks for giving me the option, Adam. Really appreciate that, buddy. <laughs> can I get demoted to guest and you can just talk about me the whole episode? <laughs> Yeah, I like yeah. the demotion to guest, please. I'll just show I, up I, every week as the guest. How about I don't that? like the I don't like the idea, but I do like the idea of demoting you. Um, <laughs> I like half of your ideas, Block. Half of them. yeah, yeah. <laughs> the part so, that shits on you. The endless power struggle between you two always gives me rock hard. So I'm just happy to be. Here. I, that that means the, you're best the, friends. The entire last episode was Matlock shitting on me. So. <laughs> it That's was kind of funny episode, though. I mean, yeah, was, I was going to say we all pretty good turns. What's what's um, funny is as soon as the camera's off, it's the the roles are reversed. I mean, this mm-hmm. is the only time I get to turn the tables on him. He's a total ass. He's a complete ass. All because oh, nobody the can time. stop you. You know, it's yeah. it's <laughs> damn near live. I, I know. It's yeah. He 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 can't defend himself. You know, when when people are watching and and but even behind closed I. doors. Yeah, just, your guys' um, friendship is truly inspiring. Yeah, it's dark and it's yeah, sexy. Shitting on each other in physical violence. All right, good. Certainly interesting. <laughs> it's that's how you know um, you love someone is like yeah. how much they can shit on you and you still you like just eat it up. If you love someone, oh, yeah. let them go. If they shit on I know, you, I know, you're always I know, meant I know, to I know. I've told Matlock the story a million times, and um, not to like you know, yeah, whatever. Could you not? Thanks. <laughs> can I? I want to hear this. I don't know the story. Um, no, no. Um, so it's just an example of Matlock and I like having a, a dark humor bond. Is uh, when his mom passed away, he let me know. Like, um, <laughs> it was hilarious. Oh, it was a great time. <laughs> we loved it. It was great. It was a great day. We laughed. Yeah. We, we laughed turned a into lot. a stand-up <laughs> bit. Anyways, moving on. He, 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 yeah, he texted me and told me that that had happened, and I was like, oh shit! And I was living in so East. So that happened. The, yeah, and I was living in the East Bay, and so I dropped everything and I drove to Sonoma County, and I like left work, like, and you know, because I definitely wanted to be there for him. But the whole time there, I was like, "How do you break this ice?" You know, like I was just like, and he kept asking me, and I was like, "I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know what you're gonna say to me when you show up." Oh, Matlock, yeah. I'm here to help you start. <laughs> but I, I, I met him out. I met him outside of Aromas, and when he walked up to me, all hangdog, I was like, "Huh? Oh, you would not believe the day I've had." <laughs> and i laughed so hard because it, i knew we both understood it, it was weird it's like i think about that moment all the time right because it's like the last thing somebody would want to hear from somebody that yeah, say didn't know that their mom had say, just yeah. died you know somebody just going yeah. out like so you know going off for an hour about themselves and their shitty day and then going so how was your day well my mom died you know it was but it was like it's always about you the yeah. worst that sucks, he man. knew the t- hard out 
the timing was so perfect with him getting out of the car and the way he just immediately walked right up and was like, man, you would not believe the day I've been having. And the I tone. Pra- I practiced like, that delivery in the freeway I, you, for two you know, hours. <laughs> it was so natural, but yeah, you must have. It was so perfect. I like, like it struck me in like, cause my brain and my brain needed that. It needed something to release the tension. Yeah, I hadn't yeah, even yeah. cried that day. Pull, pull the out. Yeah. yeah. Like I had seen her body and hadn't cried yet, you know? And like, I just didn't know how to, like, I couldn't fathom processing it, you know? Like maybe I'd teared up here and there, but I hadn't like, and so instead, like I released in this big laugh and um, it, what's what, it, 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 sorry, side note is like when we were in the hospital with my mom, and even with my grandfather and with my dad, there's a lot of gallows humor. Like doctors apparently have gallows humor all the time. But like when you're dealing with they something that heavy, like you need to find a way to make light of it. And so um, one joke I remember, like there were multiple times in the hospital when these jokes would happen. Um, but like my mom was in the hospital and they were like, okay, we're going to have to move you into another room. And all her clothes were in a bag because she'd put on a, you know, a, what do you call those? Gown. I want to say a gurney, but it's a gown. Yeah, right. So she had, she had a she had she an evening gown. Gown. <laughs> Here, wear this on, evening gown. You'll yeah. look beautiful in the hospital. Did she put on a, was it a gym suit? Yeah. Anyways, they're like, we, we got to move you to another room. And then uh, her bags were in the, or her clothes were in a bag. And she, they're like, uh, do you want us to grab her clothes? And my dad says, oh, don't worry. She won't be needing them. Oh, and like, ooh. Wow. And but we all were like it was like one of those shock stuns like and we all had to laugh at it because yeah. it was funny. But she uh, wasn't the alternative that bad. would be to break down. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right, right. Like what do you you gotta release it somehow? So like so when somebody um, is dealing with like the death of someone close to make them, light like, of just it. Just give them no options. Like either yeah. you're gonna ball in front of me or you better fucking laugh at this. Yeah, exactly. Well, you, the thing is, the timing better be right and it better be oh. funny. You know, like you have to have like obviously not any joke about oh, you know God. it's gonna work oh yeah man. that was, that was one of those missed the mark like, yeah, right. but <laughs> adam hit right. the mark it was one of those marks that was like so tiny you know like and he hit the bullseye <laughs> and like anybody else might have been wide but because he yeah. was my best friend and he knew like i would get it and i would find it i would find it hilarious <laughs> i did have to work at that though because i spent the entire fucking drive down being like yeah. what joke would right. work <laughs> <laughs> what do you say i know i need to open with a joke because that's just right. me i cannot do you, do you remember the level of pressure that that would be to like i have to craft the perfect, the perfect joke, joke and i have a time yeah. limit yeah whilst I'm, driving in, in and i'm very one, north one-on-one traffic yeah exactly <laughs> yeah he and knows he that I'm gonna, like, I'm gonna sit and judge whatever comes out of his mouth, like by how funny it is on this he, he Adam became that five person times driving yeah, 55 miles right. an hour down the freeway. Like, just, it only oh, takes God, two hours to drive here. He's been it's five hours later. Um, if, any, if anyone else wants me to say something insulting or mean after a family member dies, uh, give me a call or email me at Adam. Start at charging for Records. that service. Yeah. I, yeah. If if I die before you, Adam, like please come to my funeral and just fucking rip me a new one. Like I, oh I, I would like my funeral to be a roast. Like yeah, just that's fucking what give me everybody says yeah, that, that you know. But it's gonna be have you ever between seen your it. friends roast? I mean, you you may not want it to be a roast, depending yeah. upon how funny your friends are. You know? that's, that's the new yeah, podcast. True. Roasting your friends. It's gonna be somewhere between a, a, a roast and like an uh, Orson Scott card speaker for the dead. Mm. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's a hard line to walk. <laughs>
Um, yeah, uh, well, do you well, remember, Adam, that like that same day we all went to see a movie to take our minds off of it, and we went to see Jojo Rabbit, which oh, yeah. Taika Waititi, <laughs> oh, right? Which, no. which, which, by the way, wow. yeah, an incredibly no. sad Nazi Jewish situation in which yeah. the boy's mother hangs himself and dies. Yeah. Or, and no, like, gets hanged. The, no, she gets hanged. First, what? No, like, twenty yeah, minutes. She gets hanged. That and so, that shot in that movie, like I actually cried out in the theater, just like seeing the feet hanging uh, and just, like, yeah. oh no. <laughs> I, I I was it was the day my mom had died and I literally was like is this a joke like why it, 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 so this is something I've noticed is like, like whenever Taco Watiti is gonna jump out and be like gotcha Matlock <laughs> yeah exactly. you yeah your mom's dead <laughs> she's like this woman um and so, Adam 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 and I planned this we made yeah. a whole Hollywood film so so Did and then a couple days later. Matlock? <laughs> yeah, listen, a couple days later, so that was ironic, right? I was like, wow, what are the odds? What's, you know, life's going like, hey, haha, you know, this, hey, you like dark comedy, look at this. Yeah. Um, and, and then a couple days <laughs> later, life. I go to see, I go to see the Mr. Rogers movie with Tom Hanks. Oh, um, and it's with my dad, right? And my cousin who's come to support us in our time of need. And like, I didn't know the whole movie isn't about uh, Mr. Rogers. It's about a reporter doing an article on Mr. Rogers. So the movie's about this dude. And then he's occasionally meeting with Mr. Rogers. And I don't know, maybe he's in half of the movie, but it's like, there's like a five minute scene of this reporter's mom in a deathbed. And he's having a flashback to his mom in the hospital as she's dying. And it's like, this is not what I was expecting you know this was not sold yeah. to me in the trailer at all <laughs> and here we are two days after death. my mother's death and here's <laughs> a long drawn out scene of him crying as he's talking to his dead mother in a hospital bed and it's it was just ridiculous and it's one of those things where i wonder like okay obviously like you're thinking about something you yeah. start to it notice like it more. the blue car syndrome yeah yeah but like is it just that there's like dead moms in every single movie or something? Because <laughs> what are the odds every, that every, I would just go to see any movie and every then Disney that movie, same? Yes. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's I know Disney trope. movies. I mean, it, right. I I, yeah. I was very depressed one day, and I went to Last Record Store to pick one up some day. new music to to try and I wasn't like dead mother depressed, but just regular depressed. Mm, and mm-hmm. I've been there. I, and I found some John Lennon music, and I was like, I love John Lennon, and there's a song called The Luck of the Irish in it, and I'm like, fucking mm-hmm. perfect. This is I what I need right now. Yeah, <laughs> I'm Irish, I that's fantastic. And the chorus goes, if you have the luck of the Irish, you'd be sorry and wish you were dead. If you have the luck of the Irish, you'd wish you were English instead. Mm-hmm. And that's the fucking chorus. And half then it, it goes it, on about the yeah, IRA like, for about five hours. It's a long song. <laughs> Come it's on. all IRA propaganda. It's it's really. <laughs> Wait, was that was that John Lennon or Elton John? That was John Lennon. Elton John. John Lennon. Ah. Elton John. The, the I have to see him. Me too. The third. I just um, picture like the two of them conjoined like halfway, like so, like half of Elton John's body, and it's all dressed up, all like you know, like and then John Lennon's centipede. on the other side. John's just uh, playing guitar with the right hand, and Elton's playing piano with the left. All right, I'm going to segue us into some uh, improv and have you guys do a couple little quick scenes. You don't want to stay a... with depression? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Your scene is, your mom just died. No. Oh, uh, what <laughs> irony. <laughs> you sick fuck. No, uh, sorry. What are anyway. the odds? 
<laughs> it's here. I just I, I, I prepped it three days ago. I don't. It's just on the sheet. I'm just yeah. reading off the sheet. Um, yeah, it's not my fault. It's the sheet's fault. And so the sheet says, uh, for Matlock, a lumberjack forgets his axe. Okay, yeah, there it we go. So that's beautiful. Uh, yeah. It was beautiful. That's beautiful. It's good. Uh, all right, this next one is for you, Benny. Um, oh, shit. And uh, actually, you and Kevin can team up on this one. Um, and uh, the guy in the bathroom stall next to you is asking for a lot. Oh, Kevin, man. Kevin, you're going to be the guy in the next stall. Am I, am I the one asking for a lot or am I the guy responding? You're asking for a lot. Okay. Whew, man. Hey, man. Hey, hey, how you doing over there? Yeah, I mean, it's it's going. It's coming right out. Yeah. Hey, um, you got any uh, is there a TP over there? Cause I'm, I'm kind of short over here, and it's been it's been a doozy. Uh, man, the world's short right now. All right. <laughs> Do you got a tie that I could borrow then? <laughs> You want to borrow my tie? I mean, yeah. I, I happen to be wearing a tie, but what about a sock? I, I mean, I got two of those. So, <laughs> don't you have socks? This isn't about me. <laughs> I, I um, think you're making it about you. And Buzz, there we go. That's what my wife um, says. Adam, Adam, can I can I try that scene with you real quick? Can I read? Sure, yeah. Can I do you, my you version. Try, okay. Try, I'll, 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 I'll be the guy. I'll be the guy Adam asking. Things better. Show us you, up with your right. funny. I, I, I just straight, I just I'm have an idea. Man. I wanted to go with an idea. Yeah, I'm gotcha. a straight man, and you're the the yeah, next yeah, guy. Yeah. Okay. Hey, 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 buddy. Hey, buddy. Uh, yeah. Listen, I don't I don't got much time. Okay. What I what I need from you is this. All right. Do you have Do you have a thousand at least a thousand dollars into your account? I I mean I I don't know you and okay okay listen I I, I got it I got to pinch this and then I got to get out but I need a thousand dollars all right just a thousand dollars to tide me over until I can make it to Mexico all right and then I will send it back to you plus interest in Mexican pesos are you high like are no I am in trouble <laughs> do you understand I am in trouble all right the FBI is on their way here that's why I'm trying to pinch this loaf and get this money and get to Mexico. So you stop to take a shit. Do you have a wife and kids? <laughs> Do you have? Can I borrow your wife and kids when I cross the border? That yes, actually. Okay. Can you shit in this cup? Because I'm probably gonna have to take. I'm probably gonna have to take. They do a shit test. They do a shit test on the border now. Yeah. Don't, because don't you know that? Yeah. Um, no. Yeah. Um, Listen, yeah. Sure. Can you come <laughs> with me? Can you carry me, please, just to the car? <laughs> I'm, par I'm paraplegic. You know what? I, I don't know in. how I got on this toilet without help. I I, I seriously <laughs> crawled on my chin. I don't know. I crawled on my chin. The FBI with no limbs. <laughs> Listen, <man>. the FBI <laughs> is is moments away. Okay, sorry. All right. Just, anyway, there we go. Thank you. That was so um, much fun. I just wanted to get that. apologize. I, no, no, I no, no, no. I wasn't trying to. <laughs> you guys. I was like, no, 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 I he's asking for a lot matter. in this way. I just want. Yeah, to I just I like, want to know yeah. what the poop test is that you needed the the additional poop it's for. New. It's like, new. It's new. Yeah, yeah, it's new. They can See, tell like, everything. Yeah. In, my, it, in my head, they canon, can tell your he ancestry. Was not paralyzed until he started taking a shit, and he just like 
Oh, yeah, no. right. I oh, lost God. the use of my arms oh, and legs God. just now, straining too hard. <laughs> All right, this one. Uh, I think I popped the I, hemorrhoid. I, I heard that can happen, actually. Um, no, a lot. Last, last, last scene here. We'll do uh, Matlock and Kevin. You guys will fight this out over Wait, two. Wait, you do one. You do oh, one. Uh, I'll do one with you, Matlock. Oh, okay. Why don't um, you do one with Kevin? You just yeah, did one with yeah, Matlock. Okay, yeah, sorry. God. Uh, yeah. Why are you avoiding such, You know what? Let's not do <laughs> one. Let's. Yeah, you know what? Let's, let's go back to talking uh, about dead parts. Let's, let's all do one. Let's yeah. all do one right. together. Any, anybody uh, can jump in. Anybody right, who feels Kev, yeah, like yeah. it. Yeah, Kevin, I'll, I'll try to tackle this with you, but anyone else can jump in if they want. Um, Kevin and I will do two of the whitest people you ever heard of having coffee. Trenton, what's good, bruv? Oh, Bradley, I haven't seen you in a while, bruh. Yeah, well, how, how you been? I, I'm just waiting for my double soy non-fat decaf latte with vegan chocolate. Awesome. Well, Tanner's going to be here soon, and we're oh, going to go hit the slopes. The Tan Man. Indeed. Bruh. Um, oh, by, by the way, I just got all new furniture. At, oh, really? Uh, yeah, and, and I got it at Whole Foods. They sell furniture at Whole Foods now. I know I don't know, but I got furniture. So I mean, I just kind of assumed like it's up for grabs, and I didn't pay for it. But well, yeah, but that's the best thing. Like nobody's gonna follow you around the store and check, anyways. So you can just grab whatever the heck you want. Go. Nobody like people are just going to immediately assume you have a purpose for this. They're not. They're not allowed to tackle you. No, 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 no. They're they're just gonna look at you and go, "He's he's got something going on," and just friends. Friends, the Tan hey, Man's here. The Tan, tan Man is here. Tanner. Hello, friends, buddies. <laughs> How are my pals today? What's going oh, on, Sean? I, I was just over at TJ Maxx. Have you Ooh. seen the sales they have at TJ Maxx? I have not. I, I, who I hasn't? They're the same as the ones at uh... Ross. Staples. Staples. Staples has yes. a lot of sales mm. as well today. That's true, they do. <laughs> I went to the closing of Bed Bath & Beyond and got fantastic deals on throw towels. Did you Bruh. know those were things? Excuse me? Guys, Excuse me? Guys, did, guys, did anyone hear? My dogs. Oh, my dogs. Our hey. friend Steven is here. Hello, Steven. Hi, Steve. It's my dude. Did anybody hear a warm milk ready for Steven? Warm that, milk. That was called out at least five minutes ago, so it is a cold milk today, Steven. I'm going. To, I'm going to get this bitch. on camera. I'm going to get this on camera. See, now you're on Facebook Live. Oh, I'm you, going to confront Taylor Swift. <laughs> Taylor Swift. Let's and, all uh, dance. There we go. We just Taylor end on Taylor Swift. Swift. <laughs> Taylor Swift. Um, we talk about um, cinema and movies on here, and I'm just. Uh, I'll, I'll, yeah, we I'll should stop. Defer to. I'll defer to Benny, uh, and then possibly Kevin. Um, what is something interesting you've watched recently? Oh God, recently. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, past year. I I mean, menu is the best thing that I've seen in quite a while. I had to the, watch the it menu. again the other night because I missed it. I, like, I was like, it, I I keep thinking about it. I just watch it again. <laughs> it's just one that you you just want to show to other people like constantly, and it's mm-hmm. it just go in with no understanding of what the fuck is going on. It's the best possible scenario. Well, can can but, you give you can know, you give me like a spoiler free review briefly? I, I, yeah. Okay, okay, so the menu has incredible acting in it throughout. Um, it's it's beautifully shot, and it somehow, in a an impossible way, manages to be uh, something that praises the restaurant industry and 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 high end food, while it mocks it and completely <laughs> obliterates what it is. And it, 
the combination of those two features like presented beautifully with a main character that is uh just kind of discovering things as she goes along is absolutely fantastic because you get to kind of take part in her role and figure things out as you go along and it's just got this creepy vibe throughout where mm-hmm. you're just constantly waiting for something horrible to happen right tension yeah, yeah, you were that's... on edge a lot of that movie. It's it's like you, you were expecting something to go wrong, and then when something does, and it's way off base, like anybody who's involved with, like the cooking staff or whatever, they are just so uncomfortably mellow. Matt, Matt like, Locke, what is this? It's like, we, we, we covered it briefly before, but Matlock talked me into seeing uh, Barbarian, and uh, holy crap, that movie button hooks you. Mm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I I dug the vibe. I actually I did see that just recently. Um, uh, based on oh, that's some that's, that's one of the best movie. movies like in the last couple of years. Can I, can I just can I make a distinction real quick? That yeah. is a movie okay. that I think going into blind is perfect. Yeah. The menu though, I believe, may have depending upon. So I've heard opinions about menu from people who weren't expecting the movie that they got right they went in i guess from the trailer they got more of a this is a thriller horror vibe right Mm. but the menus are really dark comedy and it's a satire and it's a satire of rich people and the kind of how picky they are they don't even remember the name of the expensive meal that they had at the most you know expensive restaurant in the world um and it's all it's all satire it's really dark comedy with with horror some light horror elements, horror elements in yeah. Here. yeah right so it's got a creepy vibe but it's generally humorous like but it's all very tongue-in-cheek and it's very subtle so my girlfriend and her mom went to see it i think when it came out like thanksgiving or whenever last year and they were just kind of they didn't they didn't catch on that it was a comedy right like as they're watching it they're just sort of taking mm. it at face value so I think because they had gone in with the presumption that they were watching a certain type of movie, they weren't picking up on the subtleties of it. Um, they're not big into comedy anyway. So it's one of those things where it's like if you're into film and you're into comedy and dark humor, then you, you get it right away. But otherwise, you might go in and go like, well, this is really that's not funny. He just chopped his finger off. What's funny about that? Or, you know, they did this. Um, someone shot themselves. Jesus, why is this funny? And it's like it's dark humor. And you have to have been Super. looking at it through this certain lens, yeah. but um, but then uh, Barbarian is very much like it sells itself a certain way. Hereditary did this too with the trailers, where you kind of got an idea the whole movie was going to be I didn't about see this creepy, so, creepy yeah. little girl, and then you find out that it's not about the creepy little girl that was in the trailers. Oh, it is <laughs> not. Oh, it's it not. Is yeah, not. I mean, I I never saw the trailer for Barbarian, <clears throat> and it it lost me like partway through because it was it started out as a very serious film and then it mm. took a very left field turn yeah. and started becoming ridiculous really fast. So yeah, but, I, I know nothing. So you hadn't seen any trailers? I know nothing I had, I had not seen movie. a single one. Oh dude, you haven't seen I it? Okay. It only shows no you the idea. first 15 minutes. So, like, so yeah. regardless I, of seeing the trailer or not, you don't know there's going to be a twist 20 minutes into the film that turns it on its head. It, Same with Malignant me, it, kind of. It's, for me, it, it was kind of like Tusk. But um, but they yeah. didn't know they didn't present as silly from the start, right? Mm-hmm. And that can and, be a detriment. Was and and up, so though. when it when it flipped on me, I was just like, okay, these now these characters are just doing stupid shit. 
and I, I, had... I, I it lost it for me. Well, I think I think good horror movies are few and far between. Like the last really excellent one I think I remember before that was uh, It Follows. Mm-hmm. Mm. I saw two recently that did that, did that kind of like flip the story on its head partway through Saltburn. I won't give anything away, but I loved it. And especially because is that that classified as horror? uh, Saltburn's more of a, like a dark comic Mm. thriller, like almost like the menu a bit where it's a a bit of satire, but it's mostly serious. I started Saltburn like five times. Let let me just say, I I saw the trailer. I saw the trailer and I was like, Oh, I like that actor. And I can pretty much tell what this plot is going to be. I've seen it a couple times. But then, and and you go in and the movie sells itself exactly like the trailer does until the twist. And then you're like, oh, this is a completely different movie than I was expecting. I'm Dude, so, spoilers. I, I was... know there's a twist. Oh, okay, okay, there's a twist. Sorry, there's no spoilers. Oh there's a twist. Exactly as you'd expect. I'm just saying it, it turned into something where I was looking at it from one way, and then it flipped it on its head part way through, and I was like, "Oh, this is a much better movie. Like, this is a much better angle to approach this story, and it's hmm. not, it's not predictable." And I was so elated that the film had like surprised me in such a pleasing way, mm-hmm. and I can tell it didn't get like perfect reviews. A lot of like o- audience members, I think, are like. They see that like that with Barbarian, like something like that happens and they're like, oh, well, now I don't like the movie because it's not what I was expecting. Yeah, but yeah. for me, some, some I got this like, oh, thank and... God, it's not what I was expecting. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, like, I, I felt like I wasn't going to like it based on everything I'd seen about it. And right. then when I realized it's a radically different movie, I actually ended up liking it. Um, well, and, that's uh, actually but, that's something that's kind of beautiful even though I didn't care for its twist uh, in mm-hmm. Barbarian like when it mm-hmm. does something like that it polarizes people and so yeah, it right. gets it gets big reactions which so, I think is good like that's that means you're actually probably laying out some sort people of people talk about it yeah, yeah. 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 did choice. anyone see did anyone see Malignant uh, that I was a movie I, that I was so that was a movie that like has one of those twists midway through where you're like oh now Son this is bitch. bad shit no, but it goes back shit. Tell us again. Like, if you if you went into that movie just having heard someone say it's a piece of shit or it's a, it's amazing and crazy, you go in and you watch it and you and until the turn happens, it's it's up to you like the, who you are as a person whether you enjoy the turn or not. Do you like movies that go bat shit or were you going yeah. in hoping that it would stay a straight thriller through the whole thing? You know, so, uh, I, uh, the guest. Have you ever seen the guest with Dan Stevens? Oh, I love I loved the guest. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I, that I, I, love Dan, I love Dan Stevens. Yeah, it was originally about a, a cyborg soldier, and they turned it into he's just a regular soldier, but he he acts very like almost like the Terminator Robotic, in his yeah. mentality. Oh, that's kind of neat, actually. And so, but he it's like he comes to stay with this family of someone he he was in the army with, and and their son died and he was like hey i was in the platoon with your son and you know i just wanted to say he he told me these last words and they're like oh stay with us yeah he, he kind of ingratiates himself with the family and you can kind of tell like oh well if this is any other movie it's going to like go oh he gets creepier and creepier and then like oh he attacks the family or something but instead the third act they decide to turn it into like a halloween horror comedy and it goes really like <laughs> off the rails and there's even and it's like a hollow it's a good halloween movie but it's like the tone shifts so dramatically but in a way that either you're gonna love or hate you know it's it mm. becomes divisive like you're saying polarizing where most people are like oh i was hoping this would stay the same movie the whole way through and it's like now it's, <laughs> well, now it's just having fun that's well, the thing i mean if, if you're enjoying that is, ride is, if mm-hmm. half your movie is bad because you want the other half to be good, 
<laughs> that's that's not <laughs> ideal but um so uh i'm gonna shift gears here and go to uh video games um Uh-oh. kevin you played any games lately oh i will tears of the kingdom legend of zelda tears oh. of the kingdom any of the two zelda games that have come out for switch i i don't think i'll ever finish just because and i think we brought this up in a podcast recently where we were talking about books and I mentioned, like, there was uh, the Dark Tower series, which was a series that I never yeah. wanted to finish. And I took, like, I a year off between the two. <laughs> uh-huh. And I do the same thing for Legend of Zelda because it's, like, especially in that open world and the art style and stuff like that. If I'm having, like, a really brutal day and I just need to, like, disconnect or whatever, I just go there. It's like, cool, I'm going to go look for apples. And mm-hmm. it's just so <laughs> calming. No, and then right. the new, and then the new Crossing. One, yeah, and then the new one, though, is it really just digs into my ADHD brain, where it's like, there's a million things to do everywhere, and you're yeah. in the middle of going somewhere, it's like, ooh, shiny thing, like, right. literal shiny thing over here, and then uh-huh. off you go, and then it's uh-huh. like, you learn how to build things, and now there's this massive online community who've learned how to build giant actual fighting robots. Yeah, like the like Minecraft that. community okay. of Zelda yeah, players. It's, it's what they were able to do with that game and still have such a fantastic story um, hmm. to the point where I think Nintendo has come out and just said, that's, that's the end of like, there's not going to be a trilogy of these Zelda games. Cause usually they don't, Zelda games don't typically have uh, sequels, no, sequels or anything like that. Right. It's just yeah. like, here's the game. And then this is a different link and different Breath Zelda, and different Ganon yeah. and a different, yeah. yeah. It's like, it's like but a like reboot. The, yeah. these two yeah. went like one right after the other as far as storytelling goes and just the ending of ending of it is just so it's complete. Like, yeah. It's like, you don't want to mess with it. Yeah. It's, it's, it's don't like, don't make another one. Please don't make another one. Yeah. Yes. Nintendo. I, we I, don't I, want I, any more. It was perfect. <laughs> I've had the hurt. same reaction yeah. to movies too, where it's just like, you know yeah. what? That was great. I really hope they don't make a sequel because it was perfect on its own. It's like, mm-hmm. yeah, now we're planning the uh, uh, cinematic universe. You're like, Fuck. right. Just leave but the, it al- it's okay. Just leave it yeah. alone. You Sometimes know what? They um, surprise you, you know. Right. Like, the, 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 there are sequels that are amazing. Mm-hmm. On, on on Benny's point, and this is going back to movies and television a little bit, is White Lotus, which is similar in tone to the menu and and uh, uh, Triangle of Sadness. Both thing, those yeah. movies, where it's like a satire of rich people and how out of touch they are. So season one of White Lotus is is just it's pretty much that a murder mystery at a resort where a bunch of rich characters are floating around having sex, being white and rich and stupid. Right. Um, so oh, sorry, you're I, I, yeah, right. Uh, <laughs> you're just describing my weekend. But yeah. <laughs> written by Mike, Mike white who wrote, it's written Must by Mike nice, white <laughs> who wrote a uh, uh, school of rock and uh, Chuck and Buck oh. and a bunch of other stuff. Uh, but he, so I, I watched the first season and I was like, this is good. It was clever. That's fine. Like it doesn't need another season. Like, we don't need to do this every season. Oh, another murder mystery. Who did it? Like, they show a body at the beginning of the first episode, and you don't know who it is until, it's, you know, it's one of these characters you'll be watching, and then you find yeah. out how they died at the end. There, there is like, a eh. tendency to, like, just bleed things and right. to see how but, long they can let it run. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I wasn't going to watch season two, right? Season two has Aubrey Plaza in it, and I was like, wow, I really like Aubrey Plaza and, like, a couple of these actors. I enjoyed the first season. I'll give it a shot. I watched season two twice. 
Mm. And it was so good. It was probably one of the best seasons of television I've ever seen because it wasn't just rehashing the first season about rich white people. There's a couple rich white people and being stupid on the show. Um, Uh, What's her name? Stifler's. Yeah, yeah. That's good. Uh, Stifler's. Stifler's mom. I don't know if they're all white. Stifler's mom. I forget her name. The actress. Jennifer Um, Coolidge. Jennifer Coolidge is the the only return. Work, she's Adam. the only returning character from the first season. She's she, it's a, at a, a different. It's the same resort, but in a different locale. And oh, she's so like she lived. Thanks. She, well, Thanks, no spoilers. No spoilers. Well, you should. Yeah. You've had three years to watch season one of White Lotus. Anyways, I totally recommend at least watching season two. Season one's good. It's just like. Can you watch like season I'm two saying, on its own? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's Is... a completely different story, different characters, and her character just sort of comes in and. It, She's got some baggage from the last is, season, but nothing. Is Jennifer Coolidge going to show back up for season three? I'm not going to spoil season three for you, Benny. <laughs> She's the only one that does, for obvious reasons. <laughs> because let's just say, she's a murderer. Let's just say instead of one body at the beginning of the season, there's like eight bodies that mm. show up at the beginning mm. of the first episode mm. for season two. So, okay. um, do any crazy. of them look like Stifler's mom? I'm not going to spoil. The right. season for you because all right. it's great. Right, I absolutely recommend it. So, but it's it's one of those instances where a sequel actually improved upon the original. Instead of by as most sequels do, doing the exact same thing but bigger, they he literally just wrote a different story that works in this kind of format. So, um, mm. with brand new characters, and he wasn't rehashing the same old tropes, you know. Um, um, so, anyways. Yeah, it's all good. Uh, Benny, I wanted to ask you about your podcast, uh, High Int Low Wiz, I believe. Yep, yep, that's um, the name of it. So, g- give me some, give me some anecdotes here about uh, the podcast. Like, what's what's been interesting lately about making it, or interesting in the story? Uh, it, well, scheduling is always interesting. <laughs> <laughs> with, with Dungeons and Dragons oh, in general, yes, start there. <laughs> Just doing like a D&D D game, I hear, is hard to do because of scheduling. I, I mean, there's the ongoing joke of, like, people getting into polyamory just so they can maintain a D&D campaign. You know, it's... Because <laughs> at least you're bonded by, you know... Yeah, and it's stuff. like, you, yeah. yeah, you have to come and hang out because we all live together. No. Um, <laughs> it's it's a lot of fun. It's, it's a good crew. Uh, it's a couple people that I had gamed with before, and then a lot of them were, were brand new to me, and... Um, and it was interesting, like being one kind of the odd man out initially, and just kind of like learning my place. And it's like, okay, how how far can I go? Like, what's comfortable? What? And you know, we discussed some of that beforehand. But um, but yeah, there there were times early on uh, that I I was like, okay, I'm I'm gonna be mild mannered. And then um, the first time we recorded that I thought it was really good not because of me but because I wasn't holding back anymore with with a new group of people that had mostly game together before and uh, and I was just like all right you know what there's no fucking rules anymore ha and like <laughs> look and at my went to town. <laughs> yeah, I mean exactly. there there, there is a little bit of that my, uh, my my character is a a champion naked fighter <laughs> So, uh, so there is a nice. little bit of that. Okay, yeah, <laughs> living the dream. Yeah, <laughs> a power fantasy. But uh, so I, I like how you're working backwards and turning your D and D group into a polyamorous collective. <laughs> <laughs> I, I and got... uh, you know, maybe maybe both our characters uh, are both attracted to the the uh, tree elf. 
but it but it was neat because there was like the this learning period and then um uh, we were running with D D 5e initially and then all the legal issues came out with that so we switched gears and backpedaled and like ditched the episodes we had recorded and oh, started fresh and i actually it, thought it was better sorry, that we, way we explained that so 5e for the, for our listeners who don't play yeah. D D fifth what, edition what is 5e and what were the uh, I, oh, yeah, sorry, no legal issues Dungeons and Dragons Fifth Edition. Um, they they decided that they were going to try and basically charge people for uh, for making actual plays that use their game system. Um, so they they pitched the idea and it got leaked and uh, there was oh, yeah. a huge backlash from the nude uh, nude yeah. nerd community. Sorry, I'm still on my naked fighter guy. The nude nerd uh, community, right? <laughs> the, the nude, the nude nerd, nerd community, community was outraged you know, and direct. <laughs> It's a small group, but we're vicious. Uh, <laughs> no, but the the nerd community online, like just people left uh, Dungeons and Dragons online, uh, Dungeons and Dragons Beyond, uh, just in droves. Yeah, I think like to give some more context to that too. I, like basically, D and D has had a public uh, license um, for like the last I don't know what twenty thirty years or something yeah. like that um, yeah. that allows you to like use the basics of their stuff to like make your own adventures to make your own content um etc and basically like one of the biggest appeals of like dungeons and dragons in particular was that there was this that meant to be this everlasting free base and then like that document and that thing was basically like taking that away like hey yeah. this thing you've all really enjoyed for 30 years no like <laughs> you know like um and it, yeah it felt like a huge betrayal like it just it's such a money grubbing corporate move like it, it was it, dirty and also i mean the people doing these actual play podcasts are actually boosting the signal of dungeons and dragons like the effective critical role on finding mm -hmm. new gamers and new game players and letting people explore this space and have fun with it it has been amazing so the idea yeah. that this would be taken away because they they wanted more money, and I mean that's not the only dirty stuff they do too. Like they've taken all types of uh, myths and legends from like various cultures throughout the planet and turned them into monsters in Dungeons and Dragons, and then copywritten them. Like, like it's, what? There's like what? What's, oh, what's an example of that? The like, Minotaur? Is there a Minotaur of some sort? Like, like a, there's got to be tons of Greek. I, I I don't know all the specific ones that they actually own the rights to, but it's it, it it's kind of ridiculous that the idea that they can like I mean Tolkien like it's basically a lot of Lord of the Rings stuff too that they borrow from. Well, so. Tolkien actually made them convert hobbits into halflings because they used to be called mm. hobbits back in the day, oh, and eventually huh. they're just like, hey, you know, yeah. you stole a bunch of stuff from us. We're keeping hobbits. Yeah, and I, yeah. it's I, the title <laughs> of one of the most popular yeah. one of our books. Kind Could of you a please? Place deal. So I, I kind of respect them for for that, like not going after D&D &D for everything, but being like, motherfucker, the hobbits belong to us. Why, look, <laughs> it, it's, it's, it's Philbo Raggins. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, it, Samuel uh, Gamjai. <laughs> Gollin with an like, N. Gollin. Gollin. <laughs> Gollin. 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 Even even a golem is something from uh, 
it's the Jewish folklore. It's yeah. something from mm-hmm. Jewish folk- folklore, yeah. and that's that's been like stolen is almost never yeah. shown properly. So, mm-hmm. they, but there are people that are still exploring this, like uh, through the realm of D and D, and trying to do it right. And there's people trying to take it back, and people trying to show that these different things that have been borrowed from cultures need to be displayed correctly. Um, mm-hmm. There's still few and far between, but it's growing. So there, there's always that. I've been learning more and more about it. I'm still kind of a layman as far as it goes, but I've I started exploring this like two years ago uh, when talking to my younger sibling, and they were just going off about how all these things had been taken in uh, representation, and so I, I listened to basically like everything I could about people exploring the concept of representation in a fantasy world. Gotcha. <clears throat> That's interesting. I know um, uh, Baldur's Gate Three had. Uh, it, it, I I thought that they had a pretty good experience with uh, Wizards of the Coast because uh, what they did was well, they, they approached they, them they, ten they years made them ago. A ton of money. Well, yeah, <laughs> but before they did, before they were even allowed to use Dungeons and Dragons, they basically had to make two games as proof of yeah. proof of but concept. They, I think with, I think they mm, reached out originally Divinity with Divinity games. Original Sin One, and they wanted it to be a D and D game, and they got shot down. Right, so they, so they made, made their it. Own. Yeah. Well, they made it D- Divinity Original Sin and made their own like lore, basically that resembled D and D, but wasn't borrowing anything specific. Yeah. So and it was deep could... and it was well written. Like, right. I mean, they did a great job, and it was a, an excellent demo for like, hey, here's what we could do for D and D. Right, and and it pan- and that played out like so. Right, and Bal- seven Baldur's years Gate... later, they were like, okay, yes, now you can do a D and D game. You had to prove yourselves <laughs> to us. You've earned your place. Earned the right it's... to use our well. They, yeah. they they knocked it out they knocked it out of the park with that. I one. I was gonna say like I'm actually really interested in playing Baldur's Gate three because it looks like it's basically just like the most complex choose your own adventure that you could ever yeah. do. Oh, um, I've never yeah. I've never seen a game so willing to let you miss content because mm-hmm. it just is all based off your choices. And, and I've heard all these stories of different people playing the game differently. Oh. Like there's this one companion who's with you like early in the game and saves your companion for the rest of the game if you want them to be. Mm. Um, and But she is kind of aggressive. And so I, a friend of mine played, um, and when they were aggressive, he's like, I don't like this person, and killed them. <laughs> just immediately murdered them. <laughs> and like, well, that's a bad, that's a bad guy, <laughs> and moved on. Right. And like, and so they had, they had none of like the that, they, they had none of the storyline or context of any of her cutscenes or stories. You know, That's the, like... the crazy thing about it is that in order for them to be able to let you do anything, they had to make a very boxed-in kind of story where all these variables mm-hmm. are possible. But it's not like playing actual D and D where you're creating or you're going off and just doing whatever, whenever. Yeah. Well, well it's definitely the, DM, you know? the same story every time you play through, but all the variables make it seem almost completely you know 90 percent different uh depending upon the choices you make well i mean that's one of the one thing i feel like i haven't returned to it because i know the story already and like i i'd like to but i'm like ah i just i know i know where it's gonna go eventually and i know what we're gonna have to do eventually we're gonna have to fight the same bosses mostly eventually so it's like i know (laughs) that 60 percent of the story is going to resemble the same time i played it last time Yes, and I don't know. I'd rather have a new story, and I, I I've seen some pretty radical different. I've seen some pretty radical differences. Like when I played, um, I didn't go into the Underdark 
um, or at all. Oh, right. Like, mm-hmm. like I never touched it. Like mm-hmm. I never saw whole, it. I just like I went through some probably eight method. hours of content in the game. That yeah, just, I went, I went through some me- some other method. I don't even remember how of just like going overland to the next like the next act. Mm-hmm. And uh, I found out later it's like oh, there's like a whole thing in the underground. Like there's like 20 hours of quests down there. They, they pretty much did that, I think deliberately, because I, I remember I did the same thing. It was like, oh, we don't have to go back. We didn't, never did the Underdark. We don't have to go back to it, but we can if we want. And you go back to it and it's not really giving you much other than content. Like there's, you're not coming away with like any huge it's not benefits. Critical, but it's got it's not critical. Story. You could skip over it but and still progress normally through the game. Options are, are one like of the that. beautiful things. They did something like that with uh, Legend of Zelda, too, is they had the depths, and that was something that I really enjoyed. Uh, It's not optional, because at some point you need to go down there and and get something, Mm -hmm. but, like, in all of the trailers and everything like that, it's like, okay, so you have, like, the Sky Islands, and then you have Hyrule, and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, there's this giant hole in the ground, and what's down there, and you just drop down, and all of a sudden you hear, and it just says the depths, and it's pitch black. (laughs) And your um, goal is to just kind of run. It's not as difficult as it is in the you know upper areas and stuff like that, but it's just it's just pitch black and it's so really I, hard I, to I, navigate. And it's a lot more. It's very very interesting. I'm underselling it, but just I, the I, discovery I of the that game. was amazing. Yeah, I haven't played the game, but I saw like a pretty in depth review going over that. And like basically, there's a huge overland map, and then there's sort of an entire world in the sky. And then there's like a third entire giant world underground in the dark. Oh, that's fun. And like, and the size of the map of the uh, of like the underground is like almost the size of the overland map. So yeah, it's like it, it's huge. It was a really, they they just ripped off Jordan Peele uh, the movie Us. If uh, yes. spoilers, if you haven't seen Us, they're just <laughs> ripping that movie off. Hundred percent rip it. off of Us. God damn it, man! Look, fifteen year old movie. That's... Come on, man. That's one of the, the cool I'd things be, about I'd video games, upset. though, is like they're starting to catch up to um, tabletop stuff, where the options are so much more incredible than they used to be. I mean, yeah. that's one of the beautiful parts about tabletops is that any time, at any moment, it can switch gears because the players think something is cool, and the person yeah. running the game goes, "Yeah, let's fucking play with that." Yeah, yeah let's yeah. run with that. Yeah. As a result, you have to put so many options in your game. So uh, on that point, I'm playing uh, 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 Like a Dragon Infinite Wealth right now, right? Nice. And there's a whole Pokemon system they've built into it where you're basically the guys you fight on the street, you can then recruit as a Pokemon, basically, and put and do Pokemon fights. Get in the ball, Frank. Right, exactly. (laughs) No. (laughs) Never Um, again. And I I was thinking about I was thinking about how David. <laughs> Pretty much, it oh, like super, it's, it's super effective. <laughs> like like a dragon, every you know, it's sumo wrestlers and all sorts of like silly guys throwing fish and stuff. Um, but <laughs> I, I was thinking about Pokemon. I was like, how would you sell somebody on on D and D? You could say, well, do you like Pokemon or do you like pretty much any RPG? Well, it's it's a boiled Do you down like version at all. Yeah. Well, yeah. no, I mean in a way, like <laughs> most, most any game that uses a dice roll system and has any kind of character customization is based on Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, and we, it, we a lot a even lot Pokemon of is like a boiled down games, version like... of of D and D. 
Yeah, so it's bit. like if you if you like uh, games, then you might enjoy D&D because you've probably played a game you like that has all of those functions or uses the, dice roll mechanics. Or... The, the Fallout series is 100 percent D&D inspired, mm-hmm. but they just renamed all the skills into the mm-hmm. special system. But right. it's basically the, almost the exact same parallels. What about Elden Ring? Um um, I didn't play Elden Ring. I, I everyone said it was great, but I really do not oh, like sorry, so- I don't Souls like games. Skyrim is oh, what Skyrim. I was uh, what, what about what it? Are the Elder Scrolls? Elder Scrolls. The Elder Scrolls. Yeah, there you go. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. No, well, Skyrim's great. I mean, Elder Scrolls is great. I love. Uh, you know, I played um, Morrowind, Oblivion, and Skyrim. I didn't play Daggerfall or any of the other earlier ones, mm-hmm. um, but I do miss Morrowind. They they kept kind of dumbing it down. Um, and so Oblivion oh. was simpler and like uh, Skyrim was even simpler and mm-hmm. it made it more accessible for people playing it. But there was crazy shit you could do in Morrowind where like you could if you were if you had the right amount of skill and patience, you could steal anything like you could empty out a store um, <laughs> and uh <laughs> You, you can make your own magic spells and you can, depending on how much money you put into like producing them, like give them a like strength in certain areas. Right. So like a fireball spell could be amped up to the point where you throw like the fucking sun at someone. Like, right. So <laughs> yeah, basically they have these huge, yeah. in, like unmanageable, impossible mm-hmm. systems that like people yeah. may never even need to touch, but it has there, like so there, much potential. There, there was a great side quest in there where you get a pair of like boots of jump. Jumping. Um, mm-hmm. and, and uh you, you so you, you're like oh okay cool and you put them on and you immediately jump and you launch like a mile into the air um and then there's no mechanic for you to f- survive that much fall damage <laughs> yeah you must find the boots of landing <laughs> <laughs> you have to land on this one spot that's very land in the ocean land in a lake yeah. <laughs> So you that's immediately like the, go, oh, neat, bang. That's, oh, how, that's how you, down. as a dungeon master, get somebody out of your game that you just fucking loathe. Yeah. You've yeah, discovered the, the boots of jumping. I put them on. They launch you 20 miles into the sky, and you burn up in the atmosphere. You're dead. Get out of my house. <laughs> you run out of oxygen and expire. Yeah, get out of my house. Does does anybody miss the days when you couldn't save your game like an old Nintendo entertainment system? So that if your well, parents were like, if your parents were like, turn the game off you'd be like i can't because i have to finish the level or else like it won't i i have to finish it and turn the tv off (laughs) um the original super mario you had to like Um, you couldn't save the game no no you couldn't save in that um i I think like um you could i I used to turn off the uh, tv and leave the nintendo running like if i didn't have something where you could save and I'd leave, let it run all night and then like on a pause screen and then pick it up the next day. And then it's all hot what? when you touch it. Yeah. Did, yeah. did you guys but, uh, ever no. do the uh, like the slumber the parties where, oh, yeah. this, where like people would sleep in shifts yeah. so you could keep the game going? Right. No, it's and just like, oh, wake a up. Land party minus turn. the land. It's, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, miss, I miss land parties, man. That's like not a thing anymore, really. Like and it's online gaming, isn't it? God, it was so much just... fun. Like. Well, yeah, now it's you can, everyone Discord can do it from their house. So it's like, okay, like it's more It's not convenient. the same as smelling the person next to you, though. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. It's like you're all sweaty and you're sitting alone for eight hours playing a game in somebody's it's, garage. It's the best. 
it there's is. a whole other level oh, of hype so when good. there's like eight of your drunk buddies in the room like all playing deathmatch and murdering each other like well even i mean we've talked about with this podcast it's all remote right and when like when we do our movie riffs it's so much easier when we're all in the same room together because mm-hmm. there's something about the energy of being in close to somebody that makes you laugh harder try yeah. it like your energy goes up uh your enthusiasm goes up you it's it's and the um, pacing and sharing is better like people don't yeah. feel like they have to interrupt to to start talking like it's just there's mm-hmm. a natural balance there's communication the flow. eyes and the body and yeah right yeah you're getting full body language you're able to look over at the person and make eye contact. Just, like, you're just staring at a screen of four people staring at their screen so there's just a better energy to it too because like i don't, I don't it's it really is something that happened like post-covid and you know, I kind of get why bosses. Oh, we're all, we don't want you to be remote anymore. It's like it works just a lot better as a group when you're able to kind of like yes and and then play off of each other just very very um, naturally. We communicate like I've heard. I don't know how true this is, but like we communicate seventy percent through body language, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah. like it, you know, so much is being left unsaid that when you're in the room with somebody, I feel like you don't even necessarily need to be looking directly at somebody to be able to read peripherally or even with your auditory senses, you know, like how somebody is reacting to something, responding, if even if they're shifting in their chair to something that's said or whatever a certain way. Is that why you don't on. like talking to me in podcast format? Because you, I like you, to look at your legs specifically. I, I stare at your crotch when I when, yeah. I, when we're in person. So I know when okay. Benny like starts shaking okay. his leg, like he's bouncing his foot up and down. As I, I know that's that how he's, you know horny. he's happy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Actually, happy and that's, that's accurate. That's yeah. disturbing that you said that oh, on a podcast. Fuck something but... soon. <laughs> I, I know we're getting close to the top of the hour here. I did want to check in with uh, our other social media star here, Kevin Jones, who Stars runs Fresh. Oh yeah, <laughs> God. I thought you were going right. to check in. It, it, it um, sounded like you were yes. going to check in with like our 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 guy in the our eye in the sky, Bernie yeah. in the sky, Chuck. Like, How's the Zeus. weather, Kevin? Um, yeah. Son of Zeus, Whoa. like happy oh. Bernie. <laughs> no, no, I, I was going to say Kevin runs uh, Instagram of uh, cooking, like antics, I guess I'll call it, and it's uh, Mighty Fine Kitchen. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, at, so at, uh, at Mighty Fine Kitchen. What have you done lately in the cooking realm? Oh. Uh, I think last week I did this uh, Caesar and cheese crusted chicken with like uh, oven roasted carrots. And if you're not into oven roasted carrots, you're wrong. Like that's the best way to consume a carrot. Just please, (laughs) please season your freaking food. Oh my god! Roast your vegetables. Roast I never veggies. liked vegetables until I ate them roasted, and then yeah, I was like, yeah. "Oh, vegetables can be tasty." Were the <laughs> All I did was put salt and pepper on them. Why did no one like, tell me? Now I can tell you five ways to make Brussels sprouts that will that your your kids will love. Number three will shock you. Um, <laughs> Number no, three, that's how you get all those all those followers on your Instagram. Yeah. There you go. But um. No, t- You'll I get think canceled. today I'm gonna be making like a like a grilled sandwich. It's a like a mushroom and something else panini. But I'm also like, there's not enough like meat in it because you know protein. Um, so I'm just gonna like I always try and throw something random into the mix. Like I change the way that usually I cook. from the garbage, whatever's yeah. laying on the top layer of the garbage, I'll find yeah. something. Coffee grounds. Yeah. Later yeah. this week, yeah. call like, it a something, something sandwich. What's that? What's that? Do you do like episodes like weekly or something? Is this a, a regularly yeah, scheduled I, thing? No, I try and do them weekly. Um, this week kind of got away from me because I try and do them either on Saturdays or Sundays, but my schedule's been 
jumping everywhere. So I do try and get them out um, at least once a week. I've been um, meaning to I've been meaning to ask you uh, how like so first off I watched uh, some of your videos like I, I used to get them all the time in my feed I don't know why I haven't as much but I I went to it and watched them and first off they're great I just they're lovely oh, they're, they're they're funny they're well cut they're just snappy <laughs> like they're and they're actually like interesting like I love it but um I, I was how much time do you spend editing an episode because the one I watched um oh you just dropped down on camera okay oh. uh, yeah the one the one I watched um had like a lot of cuts like um honestly so much of that is just like in my head i think of something stupid to do and then i get my phone and go and now i'm gonna do this good enough and then stop and <laughs> oh then, so you just you just do a bunch of short clips and then yeah, string them all and it's together just like a bunch Perfect. of random like but then what's fun is like if i need to cut up a tomato and then i throw like a fistful of steak knives at it i still have to properly cut that tomato in order to make it palatable and so, pick up those steak knives yeah, it, yeah. Now suddenly I have to wash all the knives, so it's I don't know. It's a way to torture myself a little bit, but um, it, I don't know. Like, dude, cook your own food. It's so much fun. It's such a great time, and uh, being able to just like kind of use that as an outlet to my insanity is it's it's just really fun. And you know, I get a lot of positive feedback. I get a lot of people who ask me, "Hey, can you make this?" I'm like, "No." Because every can plate I, doesn't. No, I fucking can't. Yeah. Can I, I can I make a request? Yes, sir. So uh, just to switch things up, maybe once a month you could try and make something disgusting, like something that's edible. It's food. I mean that's not hard. Maybe it's even even a dish <laughs> that people eat on in some countries Fish. or something. Yeah. So just something sort that of is dish. just. Right. So make yourself like a cooked fish and then but make sure it's like um what's the Swedish fish that smells really bad? Oh yeah, the uh, they're um... gummies. No, not the gummy fish. <laughs> I mean, they don't smell great, but they just smell like cherry or whatever. I don't know, man. Uh, you leave those out for a while. <laughs> they ferment. I, I just know the internet blows up when people eat things they're not, they don't like or are not supposed to. Yeah. So even and, even um, babies eating lemons, they go crazy. Like a over fermented fish. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Like a, right. it's like, uh, it's, it's oh, oh, no, no, no. It's not that. I'll look. It's got a great it, name. It, yeah, I'll look I, it I, up. Uh, loot fish, isn't it? Anything? There you go. Or lusk, lusk fish, um, loot. But that's, Kevin, that's... what's your what's your favorite thing to cook? Um, Sir Stroming. Sir Stroming. That's what it's called. That's a hard one. Usually, um, show usually a picture any, of it right now, Adam. Any uh, form of like Sir chicken or chicken thigh. Um, I try okay. not to cook. I don't like cooking with chicken breast. It's too temperamental. Chicken thigh <laughs> is is a lot easier. It's a lot more forgiving, and reheating it, um, it always stays nice and moist. Whereas like chicken breasts you reheat it and it's just dry as a bone and not not as not as good yeah but yeah uh and then i was thinking about adding on to that and i'm just gonna throw this your guys away um at one point in time i decided to look for like the best burger in sonoma hmm. county and now i'm down here in southern california so may oh. the hunt begin anew for the best uh, burger that i've had my, my vote in sonoma county was mike's at the crossroad it's quality burgers Stark Steakhouse has the, oh, the best burger. Good. It's yeah, uh, that thing's Cause they make that with like actual like aged like beef, right? Like, you know, uh, I I I don't know that it's aged beef, but it's just a fucking good combo, man. And uh, I, talk, I it, talked to my buddy that worked there, and I think he said like, oh, is that the case? Yeah, and so I think he he literally said like it's ground up steak, like the steak we serve. Mm -hmm. like, okay, there's, all right. There's a place around <laughs> here called Slater's Fifty Fifty, and it's uh, high high quality ground beef 
50% ground beef and 50% ground bacon. Nice. Okay. Uh, it's not as good as you think it would be, though. It, <laughs> it's, it's just, it actually, because the bacon doesn't render as tender as the beef, it comes out actually kind of chewy. But it's mm. really, ah. it was really interesting. At least it's um, fun. So, again, we are at the top of the hour, so I just wanted to thank everyone here for uh, being here and being uh, no longer interviewee, but a host. Screw it. I'm a host. <laughs> Podcast Records has no discernible format, and that's what we pride ourselves on. But Can I make a, a suggestion real quick? Everybody yeah, yeah. should uh, go ahead and Google um, Sir Strumming. Uh, uh, men eating, Sir Strumming. Um, there's I'll put, there's I'll put a lot the of videos. I, I remember one from not years about ago, Swedish though. Fish is this? This is it's like, about you're fermented just fish. Look up something dirty. No, no, no. no. I'm just saying for, for like S U R S T R O M M I N G. It's going to be a guy like jerking off into a no, no. Like it's about dollars. There are people who will. Well, it's it's a Sir Strumming party, basically, where men eat, like, try and eat it, and they'll end up vomiting on camera a lot of times just from the Sir smell Strumming alone. party. Yeah. yeah. So, um, but I remember <sighs> one specifically from years ago where apparently, I think the guys had all drank a lot of milk right before. So <laughs> it's literally like a five-minute video of every time they take a bite, like, th they throw up half a gallon of milk, each one of them, on each other. <laughs> Um, see if you can find that video wow. because uh, I'm oh, sure that you'll to? thank me for it. Do I have Sorry, to find I'm, that I'm, video? I'm watching well, it already, I mean, and like the yeah. second that that can opener pierces the top of the tin, the guy's like, oh. Like um, immediate yeah. regret on this guy's face. This is fantastic. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I, did, I did want to do a final plug and a thank you for uh, Benny Art being here from uh, High Int Low Wiz, a uh, tabletop RPG podcast. Um, and, That's W-I-S, uh, not Z. Yes. Uh, yes, you. an int is I-N-T. And if you're not int, you didn't know that. You're um, out. <laughs> or, or you could call um, it Hig Hint Lois. Yes, and of course, Kevin Jones from Mighty Fine Kitchen. Uh, also, another plug for you and your awesome Instagram channel. Um, and we are the Podcast Records. You can find us online at podcastrecords.com. Or on I'm just a podcast guy. platform of choice. Matt or in too. His Matt mom's Locke's dead. house. Um, you can yeah, find so Matt Locke on the corner. I need you to be more of a social media star, Matlock, so we can like plug I'm you. I'm doing a. I have a documentary in Film oh, Fest right. that's that's good. Yeah, we'll oh, talk yeah. about that been, next, next yeah. episode. Ooh, that's a good thing. Okay, nice someday. Yeah, right, thanks everyone. Oh wow. Awesome.